Hey everybody, welcome to episode 23 of the Balance of Music podcast. I am your host, musician, and producer, Ingrid Wood, W-O-O-D-E. This podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Play for you to subscribe to. That way you will get an automatic notification every time a new episode is uploaded, which just so happens to be every Monday. To my returning listeners, welcome back. I appreciate you. And if this is your first time stepping into the balance room, welcome. I appreciate you for hitting play. As you might assume, you know, this is a podcast for musicians and music lovers, but it's really a podcast for creatives who are or who have a desire to make a living from their creative side. Um, But with that being said, this is not a typical episode, and that is because this is Monday, October 17th, 2016, which means that we're celebrating the one-year anniversary of the Balance Room Music Podcast. So, you know, it's not going to be the typical episode, but it's a great episode. Um, you know, I'm going to share some things. Eric Cease is going to share some things. Uh, and you all, you all the listeners, some of you all sent in some audio messages. So I'm going to make sure that I, sh- I share those on the podcast in a minute. Well, first, let me let me start off the episode by saying thank you. Thank you all, the listeners. Thank you, Eric Seats. Uh, this year has gone by really fast. Or I should say this year of the podcast has gone by really fast. And just life in general is kind of moving pretty fast. But um, I've learned a lot within this year of doing the podcast, different things, um, and grown a lot. I've grown a lot. <laughs> and and for me, the experience, and it, maybe it's just specific to me, um, sometimes, especially in the beginning, sometimes doing podcasting can be a little weird because... In the beginning, sometimes you feel like, am I just talking to myself? Is anybody listening to this? And then you realize, okay, people are listening. Look at the plays and the downloads. And um, and you see, okay, people are listening to this. But for me, like my my background is musician, producer. And so for me, each episode is like its own project. So one, there's like up, this is episode 23. So behind this episode, it's like 22 separate projects because I approach editing the podcast in a way that of from the art of storytelling. And that's how I want that's my goal for you all as the listener to to receive it not like it's a story but from the art of storytelling because when I do client work for different people I always say like my my job is to figure out how to best tell your story, how to best tell this story or when I'm doing my own projects, how what's the best way to tell this story. And <laughs> the weird part comes in because I, I put so much work into each episode. I, I do it by myself. And I'm not saying that with a badge of honor at all. <laughs> but right now, you know, I just, but that's my background. I, I like producing. I like editing. But an episode, each episode can take anywhere from 5 to 16 hours to edit. And I know you're like, 16 hours for like a 20-minute podcast? Yes. And... That's because um, 
to figure out how, how to best tell the story or uh, sometimes I want to use audio clips. Sometimes I want to use sound effects um, or the ums, you know, <laughs> even editing out ums. And, and when people say I like or, you know, a lot and you can't take all of them out because I want it to feel natural. But um, see, I just did it again, but I'm gonna leave it in there instead of editing out just just to show you those little things can sometimes take away from you all the listener being able to really receive the story so it's like it's a technical aspect of it it's a creative aspect of it and all that can take anywhere from five to 16 hours so they're each little little babies that I that I put out every time and at the beginning you know you just want you're like I hope somebody appreciates this I hope somebody gains something from this because at the end of the day that's really the main purpose is I do it because I like doing I like creating but the information that I share I want you all the listeners to be able to get something from that. You know what? I should have thanked this person in the beginning also. I want to thank my sister, Lauren. And <laughs> in actuality, you all should probably thank her also. And here's why. My sister is the type of person to tell me the truth no matter what. And and you know what? You need those people in your life. You need people who are not afraid to tell you the truth um, even when you don't want to hear it especially when they know that there's more in you, that there's better in you. Um, and that's my sister. You know, she's not biased. If she likes something, she likes it. If she doesn't and you ask her, she'll let you know. Um, but you know, it's not good to keep yes people around you. It's not good to have people in your inner circle who are envious of you and who will only tell you no just to tell you no. And it's also not good to only be in your own bubble and think that everything that you do is gold and platinum <laughs> when it's really not. So this is this is why you all should thank her. So the very first episode that I recorded for The Balance Room, I let my sister listen to. And she was like, mm-mm. Um, she was like, you're talking the entire time. <laughs> and she was like, your voice is nice. Your speaking voice is nice, but it's very smooth. It's very relaxing. And people are going to go to sleep. <laughs> and she was like, you need to put some music in there, do some segments, um, something else. She's like, you need to break up people's ears attention. And she, and she told me that she was like, you know, you really need to channel those old tapes in you that you used to do when you were little, when you had your little radio show that you used to make up and record on the tape recorder. You need to channel that, that, that creative energy, channel that and bring that into what you're doing. So <laughs> the the cool thing is I'm not a hoarder of everything, but I, I am like a hoarder of audio. And so I still have some of those recordings. I still have held on to some of those. So I want to call this just for kicks and giggles. I want to share what I'm going to call like volume one of Ingie's Lost Tapes. <laughs> and just to preface what you're about to hear. So when I was little, I literally used to record this this little radio show. Nobody ever listened to it. It was just myself or I would force my household to listen to it every now and then. But I would record this radio show and like it would have intros. I'd do little interviews and steal everybody's tapes in the house. And part of it was, was because you know, when I was little, I used to listen to the radio. The radio station in Cincinnati was is still WIZF, but I changed it to WIZF. Oh, it was WIZF The Wiz, and I changed mine to WIZF The Inge because you know my nickname is Ingie or whatever. 
and I had commercial like I did this this wing commercial when I was little and they gave me the tape and so anytime I went to a commercial break I only played that commercial but you know I would just I would just be having fun by myself grabbing two tape recorders grabbing a bunch of tapes and just being creative on my own so like I said for kicks and giggles I'm just going to share this and it's literally the the tape and you'll hear me you you will hear me like grabbing other tapes and popping them in the tape recorder and um hitting all that all that stuff but um <laughs> but yeah so here is just a little bit of volume one of Ingie's Lost Tapes Okay, you guys, wake up, wake up. It's early in the morning, 10-something, and I'm ready to party. This is W-I-Z-F-D-N-G, and we are ready to jam on today. Now, today is going to be kind of a, oh, let's say we have a lot to do today. We're going to have an interview with somebody. going to play lots of different music. We're going to have uh, giveaway some prizes. Some tickets, some music, just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And we're going to be chilling on. But, uh, ha, ha, ha. To rock you on. And get you set up. <laughs> I think we better go to commercial. <laughs> so, I'll see you right back after the commercial. Now, this commercial is for... Buffalo wings and rings. If you had it, you the man, you the woman, whatever. That's the best uh, wings or whatever in Roseline that I can, that I taste. So here it is, folks. Buffalo wings and rings. Cincinnati, the competition's fast and furious as everyone's wild about buffalo wings and rings. Six different burgers, a chicken breast sandwich, a basket of fried shrimp, and five different salads. The best cookie french fries, the tastiest wings. Eat it or take out, we love wings and rings. Trust me. Trust in me. Okay, people, we are back. I hope y'all liked that Buffalo Wings and Ring commercial. And when we came back, y'all listened to Take Six, and that was I Love You. I L O V E U. That was Take Six, the very talented people. And uh, how about for now, I hit you with a little bit of rap. And for the rap part, I'm gonna hit you with Outcast. They're pretty good, you know, they're on the face records, they got the thing going on. And the um song that I want you to listen to, well actually, um, I guess you guess song rap. Um, the one that I want you to hear is Players Ball. So people, this is Players Ball from Outcast. So you're seeing here. <laughs> 
Now, we're going to check out Brandy, okay? Brandy is cool. She was probably like 15 when she made this song. Um, but now she's 16. She had a birthday. She has 16 now. She moving on, baby. She moving on. And um, I think her little brother really is going to get into the industry. I don't know. But here is Brandy with I Wanna Be Damn, Baby. Okay, party people, that was Brandy with I Wanna Be Down. I'm gonna hit you with Usher. Um, this fine young man, he was here in Cincinnati and he had a dinner with some of the seniors who won this little sock competition or whatever. But anyway, I wanna hit you with Baby. I wanna hit you with Usher. Can you get with it? So here it is. Can you get with it? Okay, y'all, that was Usher. We can't get with it. You know, I was just thinking. And, you know, I want a drum set. And what? I want my own house. So. Maybe not my own house, but maybe I do, you know, I never know. I want a, I want a new bike because my bike looks kind of raggedy. You know, I just need some money. See, I told y'all <laughs> I was a little more animated in my younger years, but switching gears for a minute, um, Eric Seats. I want to thank, I want to thank him once again, but Eric Seats, I am blessed to be able to call E, my brother in music. I'm blessed to be able to call him friend. And when I approached Eric about doing the podcast with me, I was like, you know, yeah, I'm always bugging you with band advice and musician questions and business questions. I'm doing this podcast. And my thing is I want to provide value for the listeners and you provide so much value to me. And so would you be willing to be a part of the podcast? And he was like, bet I'm down. Just let me know what I want to do, what you want me to do. And, um, like maybe a, a week or so before I was going to put the first episode out, I was like, I started listening to the negative thoughts and I was like, eh, maybe I shouldn't do this because it's, it's a lot of work. And what if people don't listen to it? What if people don't care about it? And I just, I don't want to waste my time or, or Eric's time. 
And so I told Eric, I was like, you know, E, I think I'm I'm not gonna do the podcast anymore. I just I don't people may not listen to it and I don't wanna waste your time and he was like, No, people need this and I want to do this. Let's do this. So I was like, Okay, let's let's go ahead and, and do it then and that's why I appreciate Eric because he's very genuine, he's very passionate and compassionate and he's all about helping people and being true to your heart and to your dreams and wanting people to know that that they can do anything that they put their mind and their heart to and so I just I appreciate E so I'm about to pass this over to Eric for a second um because I wanted to ask he like did he have a favorite episode and you know he's always he's giving advice but I wanted to know what was some advice that's really stuck with him what is up, Balance Room? This is your dude, Eric Seats. Um, shout out to my sister in music, Ingrid Wood. Was good. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind, back in when I first started touring, um, I had an awesome music director by the name of Chappelle Crawford. And, and I don't even remember what the subject was that me and him were speaking of at that time so long ago, maybe like 1996 or seven. But he told me something that's very simple and it's, it's just stuck with me. Um, he told me to cater to appreciation, meaning, um, you know, it, it is what it is, exactly what it says. Cater to appreciation, you know, be be celebrated, not tolerated um, in, in, in whatever place that you're in or, or you know, um, as far as whether it's work or creativity, uh, anything. Just cater to appreciation. Um the ones that are on your team and don't have to be in your face to be on your team. Um, but yeah, that, that, that just always stuck with me. So I guess I'm spreading that again. Um, and I'm not sure where he's getting it from, but, but, uh, I, I admire his leadership qualities. There's a bunch of, he taught me so much, uh, on the road, you know, the do's and don'ts and things like that. And, um, I will ever appreciate him. I do have a favorite episode. They're all good. I love them. Um, and I appreciate you allowing me to be here in the balance room, which he says, but the, the, we were discussing Aaliyah, um, and, and that just was a powerful episode for me, um, be, you know, being with the history associated with her. So it's, that's the one that really, really kind of sticks out in my head. That's what it is. The, the episode, I, I wonder if I don't remember what number episode it was. But it wasn't that long ago. It was maybe like two months ago. But that one, that one is definitely holding it down as far as the balance room is concerned. One last thing, E. Can you let us know? Can you tell us anything about Project CDO Volume 2? I sure can tell you something about Project CDO Volume 2. It is almost done. We are in the lab mixing and mastering. Um, it, it's in the latter stages of the project for sure. I don't like saying release dates because it is a compilation and I am uh, working with at least 30 plus people on this. So it's hard to say a date with that many people and the different things that they have going on as well. Um, everybody's incredibly talented on this. Some artists I've known for years, some I just met online, um, which is the same scenario with volume one. A lot of those people I knew and a lot of we met online and then we just got it in like Ingrid Wood, for instance, um, who hopefully will be on this volume two with us. But yeah, uh, there will be some familiar names from volume one, uh, along with 
some names that maybe you do know them, and I just hadn't known them or about of them yet. So, yeah, I'm very excited about it. One thing I do is try not to compare it to one. One will always have its place. Uh, it, you know, it has a special place because it's just the first one, and it it was the it was the jump off. So, one is always going to be one, but two. I, I, I aim to upgrade. I aim to grow. I aim to evolve in music. Um, and I really, I don't hope, I know that if you have an ear that you will appreciate uh, the musicianship, the the talented writers and, and singers that are on this. I'm carefully picking these people. So I trust them. I trust their work. Bit, bigger than that, their work ethic has a lot to do with it with me, too. Um, but volume two, you got to stay tuned, man. It, it's going to be a beast. It's a beast. I'm going to speak that into existence right now. But yeah, coming soon. And if you don't have one yet, find yourself going to Project CDO. That's S-I-D-I-Triple-O.com. ProjectCDO.com. And, and keep on up. Keep up with us, all right? Peace, peace, and I'm out. Have a flawless day, all one. All right, so... I am ready to share you all's audio messages that you sent in. And let me say this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be all the way real. I honestly, I didn't know if anybody was going to send in any messages because that that's one of the things about podcasting for me. You know, I put the episodes out and I can see, you know, that, that people listen. I can see where people listen and all that cool stuff. But it's not always an interactive thing. Like it's not always people always leaving comments or emailing. And so it's not a lot of feedback. So I didn't know (laughs) if anybody was going to send anything in. And so when I got the first one, I was like, whoa. And then the second one and the third, I just, I want to say, I appreciate you all for even taking the time to record something and send it in. I appreciate you all. I value you all. So here are you all's audio messages. This is Anita D. Person. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm a Cincinnati, Ohioan who's a poet, lyricist, and a songwriter. I just wanted to give a congratulations to the Balance Room on their anniversary. Um, I don't necessarily have a favorite, but I like the fact that I can listen and gain information to use, and that I also was able to win a contest uh, to win a gift card to Music Center so that I could put it towards buying my daughter a keyboard so that she could start her piano lessons. So I was real grateful for that. So once again, I want to say congratulations uh, to the Balance Room. Keep it going. I like listening to it and all the information it provides. If anybody wants to work with aspiring songwriter duo combo, hit me up at LibriminiCollective.com. That's L-I-B-R-E-M-I-N-I Collective.com. Hey, this is author and spoken word artist True Fire, and I just wanted to stop by to extend a like happy, happy, super califragilistic, expialidocious, happy, happy, happy one year anniversary (laughs) to my good friend Ingrid Wood on the Balance Room podcast. This show has just been a wonderful tool resource for the creative soul. And it's also just been like really, really fun to listen to. So I am so proud of you for reaching your one year mark. I know that it takes a lot of hard work and dedication, but you are just the consummate professional and just always do such a wonderful job at every little thing you do. And this is no exception. So happy one year 
anniversary to you on the Balance Room podcast. And I'm looking forward to many, many more episodes to come. Congrats. Congratulations, Miss Wood. Have another successful year. Hey, Miss Wood, this is Melanie, a.k.a. Math Preacher, and my students from Mercy Career and Technical High School in Philadelphia. Congratulations on completing your first year of your podcast. We know your podcast is a one-woman operation, so we want to just say thank you again for taking time to talk to us last year in our math classes. I'm a huge podcast lover and listen to a handful of them on a regular basis. The Balance Room is absolutely one of my favorites. If I had to pick a favorite episode, it would be number five, Talk Box to Me. I can't wait to see what you have to share next. We so appreciate you, and you still have our hearts. Congratulations. Let me say this again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you all. Uh, like I said, this is not a typical episode. This is a, a celebration episode. And I'll be honest, I'm not really that great at celebrating because I don't do a lot of it. But um, and it's not because I don't want to. Like like I said, I think in episode 21 or 22, I just usually keep it moving. Even when, you know, great things happen, I just I keep my head down and I keep going. But I wanted to take this episode to celebrate you all and to to thank you all and share just a little bit of background information behind the podcast. But I thank you all for celebrating the podcast. I thank you all for celebrating me. And I just, like I said, I want to thank you. I want to thank all of the listeners, but specifically, you know, the ones who sent the audio messages. And thank you, Rhonda. Thank you, Gabby. Thank you, Anita D. Person. Thank you, Melanie. And thank you to her class, uh, the Mercy Career and Technical High School in Philly. Philly, Philly, I appreciate you all um, so, so, so much. And I and I want to take some time to say this. And I definitely feel comfortable saying this. And it's not meant to offend anybody who's listening. But I know for sure for a fact that my number one supporter of the Balance Room Music Podcast is Math Preacher, a.k.a. Melanie. Um, I appreciate you. Like every episode, she shares it. She retweets it. She comments on it. She lets me know what she likes or what she appreciated from it. Even, <laughs> even Melanie even sent me a message um, one time saying like, you know, I think you should share more of your voice when you're talking to your guests. Like we want to hear your, your interaction with them. And, and that's like a little insecurity of mine. Maybe I'll say something about that a little later in the episode, but, um, but just even her feedback, I just, I appreciate that because to me, it shows genuine interest. It shows that she genuinely wants the best. And I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate you, uh, Melanie, I call her Mel. I don't know if she, if she doesn't like that, but whenever I reach out to her, I always call her Mel. Um, but I appreciate you so much. And just as a very small gesture, I want to give you uh, a Musepreneur shirt or Musepreneur apparel line. It's a, it's a musicpreneur tee. So I'm going to send that to you. And also, you know, I think I want to try to do something special for for your class. I don't know quite. I don't quite know what that looks like just yet because it just popped in my mind to do. But I'm going to figure out something and I will definitely contact you. Um, and like I said, I just I, I appreciate everybody, everybody listening, everybody who sent in the messages. Um, I appreciate you all so much for for giving me a reason really to keep this Balance Room Music podcast going and letting me know that that you value the information that that you get from this podcast. All right. Switching gears once again, um, I want to share this soundbite 
from this master class um, that Michael League gave. And Michael League is he is a bassist and he's the band leader of Snarky Puppy. If you haven't heard of Snarky Puppy, I will link up some uh, some different things of theirs in this podcast episode. Um, and the musicians that make up this band individually, they are phenomenal with the individual things that they do. So together, they're they're crazy, like crazy good. But Michael Lee, well, I'll say this. This episode is, is it's a celebration episode, and I'm celebrating two things. One, I'm celebrating you all, the listeners. I'm, I want to appreciate you all and let you know how grateful I am for you all and the other half is celebrating consistency <laughs> because uh I, you know I laughed about it a little bit earlier and, and it's kind of it can be kind of funny um but you know doing this podcast you put I put so much time and effort into into creating it and trying to make it palatable for for you all to want to hit play and want to listen to more and when you wonder like do people really listen to it do they want to listen to it do they want to share it with people are they getting anything from it um you know I I spent some you know several times within this year thinking like could my personal time be spent building something else other than this podcast um you know do do people care about it enough for me to to keep pouring so much time and so much effort and creativity into it and the answer is yes because even if one person got something from it, even if one person listened to it, um, maybe I couldn't keep it going forever. But um, but the intent, but yes, it, it would it would be worthwhile. But it really just it goes to consistency, and so and you know so that's why I want to share this clip just to bring it really back in. So that's why I'm about to share this clip because what Michael Lee touches on is the fact of how. You know, for the most part, nobody really cares about what you're doing. But all it takes is one person to really care. And then all of a sudden, the floodgates open and and all of a sudden people care about it. And it's not that that's a bad thing, but it goes to show that, you know, just being consistent and holding true to why you started out doing it in the first place. Um, But yeah, I'm not going to I'll let I'll let him him share it. But I just feel like, you know, just in celebrating you all. And really in celebrating consistency when it feels like nobody is caring about what the heck you are doing, but you know why you want to do it and why you stay consistent. So anyways, let me, I'm just going to hit play. And so this this is my colleague at his master class. And as far as making money from something, uh, I can tell you that I didn't pay tax my tax. My I filed my first tax return two years ago. <laughs> Which doesn't mean that I've been hoarding money, like, you know, kind of like off the books thing. It means that I actually was in the red every year until two years ago, so there was no point paying taxes because I didn't earn anything. Um, not encouraging you to not pay taxes if you're not earning something because I had to pay a bunch of penalties just for not filing, you know. But Sarky Buppy was an, an in the red business for almost 11 years. And it, what was really interesting about it is that. When I say in the red, I mean like really in the red. <laughs> you know, like you, if you take all the money that I made playing with other artists and studio sessions and teaching and arranging and producing and all that, and then you put that on top of my loss every year and it barely covered it. So I mean catastrophic losses every year. You know? And what was really interesting about it was that the curve of it was like 
It's so funny how uh, like perception is, and 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 it's like what I learned is basically nobody cares about you until one person cares about you, and then everybody cares about you. Who was that one person then? I don't know, but I want to buy him a beer. But it's kind of just one of those things that like you're just perceived as kind of untouchable or something, or insignificant or unimportant. And then at a certain moment, all of a sudden, you're just considered important, and then kind of the penny drops. And for us, it was like, really like a decade of just playing to no one. You know, but there was like a steady, it was always incremental gain. You know, in each year, it was like, I remember the first year that we went in the black, I think I was, it was like $615 in the black. Like, at the end of the year, it was like, we profited $600. Like, that's so awesome. You know, and then the next year, we profited like $150,000. And it was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, how did that happen? And it was just because it's like once the, you know, the tipping point, if you guys are Malcolm Gladwell fans, I don't know if you know this author, really great author, um, from New York, it's kind of just one of those things that like the, it just the water builds up and builds up and builds up and then the dam opens and then and then all of a sudden you guys are here wanting well I don't know if you're required to be here but I was <laughs> that, you, that you're because you want to hear me talk because you assign some yeah. kind of value or importance to me but four years ago this room would be empty yeah. you know but the crazy thing is that once this room is full every room is full mm. do you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as an artist, it's kind of like your, 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 in a business sense, the place you want to get to is where people assign value to you, because then you can just go around and reap some kind of reward for that value. All right, I will be sure to link up this entire conversation that, that Michael Lee had. I'll link that up in the podcast description because uh, the entire masterclass is like 40, almost 45 minutes, I think. And it's all great. Um, I would recommend you all listen to the entire thing. Um, but yeah, clearly I'm not going to play the entire thing on here. But I'll link that up in the podcast description. And if you are not sure of where in the heck the podcast description is, on whatever app that you're listening to this episode on, that is okay. No worries. You can just simply go to thebalanceroom.com and look for the particular episode, in this case, episode 23, and you will find all of that within that episode. And, you know, I want to make a correction real quick because I said that this this episode is celebrating uh, two things, but it's really, now that I think about it, celebrating three things. You know, one, celebrating you all, that's the main thing. Two, celebrating consistency. And the third thing is celebrating um, being willing to come out of comfort zones. Um, in other words, I guess you call it like evolution, evolving. And if you listen to this podcast from episode one to, we'll say episode 22, um, there's an evolution in that. You know, the beginning, it was just me and just Eric Seats. And I was like, you know, I think it would be great to share other people's perspectives. Uh, and this is where I came came at it from. I When my hair was super duper short, and I've just recently started growing it back out. And I'm thinking about cutting it again. Anyways, but when I would go to my barber, besides me saying, now, you know, make sure that you make um, the taper look feminine and all that stuff. Besides that, <laughs> we would talk, mostly we would talk about business. And... I realized that a lot of great information would come from people who were outside of being a musician. And so 
I was like, you know, maybe I think I should bring that to the podcast. But I will say it was definitely out of my comfort zone for this reason. I consider myself to be extremely socially awkward and I can get through it most of the time. You know, one on one conversations are usually cool, but recorded conversations and (laughs) conversations with people who um whose work I admire can be sort of awkward and I mentioned earlier how Melanie was like you know you should share more of your part of the voice and in, in the conversation that you have with people and I think I told her this I was like the reason I don't is because it sounds really awkward but just the fact of you know being willing to to give you all something to make it uh, more valuable and even more palatable just being willing to go out of my comfort zone to do that. It's something that that I appreciate. And honestly, as therapeutic as it sounds, it's really helped me just kind of you know, learn to get over my social awkwardness in, in general, um, getting better at it. And maybe that's just the artist in me. I know sometimes we're, we're a little weird and a little quirky. But yeah, just celebrating being willing to get out of your comfort zone to do something new and to, to grow and to make something better for everybody involved. Well, pretty much sums up episode 23 like i said before this is not a typical episode but (laughs) um but i appreciate you all remember this podcast is available on itunes stitcher soundcloud and google play for you to subscribe to um please feel free to share this well i don't know this i don't know is this an episode that you want to share share this episode at your discretion if you don't maybe share a typical episode but um anyways i appreciate you all (laughs) until next episode this is your host ingrid wood take care god bless and stay balanced hi my name is gabby daro true fire and you are listening to the balance room podcast with ingrid wood with ingrid wood that's your friend yes all right